0: being authentic. And that, my friends, is authenticity, right? Let's give her another hand. You don't sing like that from your head. You sing like that from your heart. And and we, that's an expression of how we want to live. We want to live from our hearts. You know, if I ask you, all, point to yourself, everybody point to yourself. Nobody went here. <laughs> Nobody went there. This is who I am. This is who you are. We we live from our hearts, and that's what we came here to do. You know, i titled this self-inquiry but I'm in doing all this. Mm-hmm. You want to do the hand uh, Maybe I'm better because I think <laughs> and you may have seen this before Because I've done it many times But You know when we come into the world Before we entered the birth canal We were perfect Perfect souls And we still are but, And we come through like the clear Clear mirror no, this, is, this is our little soul self This is what we look like Sure there's nothing there but The good and the God that we are but once we pass that birth canal, you know what happens? The first thing, we get a little spank on the bottom, don't we? First little mark on that mirror. And then we begin to take on life. Now we still, as babies, we trust and we And take care of us. But no matter who we are, as we begin life's journey, we begin to get. then we spend the rest of our lives trying to get back to it, don't we? That's why you're here. That's why you study this stuff. That's why you read. That's why you pray and you meditate. Because you want to get back to a clean slate, don't you? Not your edges. I know you. That's what we're after in this life. And it takes constant endeavor and awareness to do that. We come in and, and we begin to ask, why am I here? What's my purpose? I believe that each one of us came probably on an assignment of some sort. Maybe we decided, I okay, I want to I want to go down and I want I want I want to go to that place over there where I see these little forms and try that out. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll just go and be the presence of love. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show up as a presence of love. And so you come as that presence of love. And you get here and you see all sorts of things that tell you the exact opposite. You see the experience of other people doing what you don't want to do. And when you remember who you are and why you are here, you begin to try to show up as that way. And sometimes you just get hit in the face with those things. Try as you will. Try as you will. So we came here. Every source of material that you have, whether it's written by somebody here on earth or whether it's channeled, and there's a lot of channeled material, it all says the same thing. You are love. You're here. There's one of us here. There's only one of us here. We are the little drops of the ocean. The ocean couldn't be the ocean without the drops in, right? And God can't be God without us little drops of God in it we have all that God stuff within us but it gets forgotten and squelched and covered up and we cover it up through many ways of comparing ourselves and, and as Michael said in his book we, we don't think we're good enough we don't love ourselves the way we are do we? sometimes I do I try to, most of the time, love myself the way I am, but I tell you, one look in the mirror and I'm going, no, maybe know. No. <laughs> and that's not who I am. You know, if I really look in the mirror and look into those eyes, that's who I am. I'm not the look on the face, and I'm not the mistake I made yesterday. I'm not that. Those are just things that happen along the way. And if I can love myself the way I am, then I'm achieving my purpose here on earth. And you are too. So it takes, like I say, constant study. And I think you all know that musician and minister Michael God, and he wrote a beautiful song, saying, when I forget, will you remember for me? And when you forget, I will remember for you. Beautiful song. And that's what we're doing for each other, is that now we come together like this to remind each other of who we are and to hear it again and again and again. You cannot hear it enough. In, in my book study, we, we studied Neville Goddard for a long time, and we studied Ernest Holmes a lot. Now we're doing a little channeling material. But always we get the same message, and, and it's the same thing. You've come here to be an expression of love, and when you begin to... Or want to be something else, don't we covet a little bit? Mm -hmm. Thou shalt not covet. The things I want, maybe it would be better if I had that. And well, what does the television tell us? Yeah, you know, if you get this makeup, ladies, you're going to look like this and you will be fabulous. Or wear these shoes or this dress or whatever. And you know that's not the truth by it anyway, but you know it's not the truth. (laughs) And it's the story of the stone cutter. If you've heard it before, too bad, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so there's a stone cutter who was dissatisfied with himself and his, his little position in life. And he passed a wealthy merchant's house one day, and he saw how wonderful and what a beautiful wife that man had, how rich he was. And he just, he said, I don't want to be a stone cutter. I want to be a merchant. And to his great surprise, he so good, this is what I really want. And then he noticed this high official being carried of those chairs. He said, oh, I wish I could be that high official. He seems to have so much power. And he became the high official. And so he began being carried around. And all of a sudden he was very, very warm, hot, and he looked up at the sun. He said, oh, that sun is so powerful. I wish I could be the sun. Then he became the sun. And he was shining fiercely down on everybody in such power and such power. He said, How powerful I am. And all of a sudden, he wasn't very light anymore, and a storm cloud passed underneath him. How powerful the storm cloud is, he said. I wish I could be that cloud. Well, he became the cloud. Now, he said, I am the most powerful thing. I am a storm cloud, and no light can go past me. And all of a sudden, he felt himself being pushed. What, what is that? The wind. The wind is so powerful. I wish I could be the wind. Of course, he became the wind. And he was blowing off tiles and doing damage and just so powerful. And all of a sudden, he saw this huge stone and he couldn't move. How powerful is the stone? He said, I want to be the stone. Well, of course, he became the stone. And he's feeling his power and being so grand and mighty. forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. Now years ago, having read that, I thought, huh? What's he talking about? But what are you bringing forth? Your true self, right? You're bringing forth your true self, and you're bringing forth the power that you have and the wisdom that you have to make right choices for your life. And when you don't bring that forth, you make some pretty crappy choices, don't you? Life gets kind of icky and murky and muddy. And can destroy you when you don't make the right choices. We probably all have a few stories of not bringing forth what was in it. So now another thing happens when, when somebody tells you you are this or that or the other thing, and it's either Degrading, or it makes the ego go. Michael told me this morning. He remembered this story. He said years ago, and, and he always remembered that. And how fabulous I am, and I'm just getting all pumped up. Wow, he remembers me. I'm really good. I don't know, Wait a minute. We're talking about authenticity this morning. Come on back. You know? So here I am again. But you know, and, and, uh, here's another story that I told. This is this is when 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 you take the beliefs and the opinions of others about you, you become that. You're like the little lion, whose mother gave birth to him while she was pursuing the sheep, but she was so betrayed that she died and left this little baby called Cub. Well, one of the sheep decided to take it as its, as its child and raised the little lion as a sheep. So he grew up with the sheep. He kind of learned to make that sound they make, and he even ate grass. But the other sheep would make fun of him because he sounded so funny and he looked and he looked, he looked funny. He didn't know why he looked like. He thought he was a sheep. Until one day, a lion came stalking the, the sheep. And as they were running, the lion noticed this little lion running with him. So he kind of herded him out. And the little lion said, please don't hurt me. I'm a sheep. Oh, little sheep, don't hurt me. I don't hurt me. And the lion said, you're not a, you're not a sheep. Come here. Took him over to the water. Look in this reflection. I am. And I don't want that. I want to bring forth what is within me. Now, I read from Barry Michael saying, you know, some people believe they're not enough. We're all enough. If we were born with the same stuff. We were all given intelligence, wisdom, power, clarity, light. We were all given that stuff. So, how could that not be enough? And when I criticize myself, because we are all the same, and that's the message that so many people are trying to get out into the world, your, your vision, until there's peace on earth, or oh, that came from I love myself the way I, I love the world the way it is, until there's peace on earth, and there will not be peace on earth until each one of us is experiencing that same peace. We can pray for peace on earth all we want to, but unless we're being peaceful ourselves, we do no good. We must do, everything has to come from within. We can't fix anything out there. You know, I'm going to go back to my crop. Here's my hair. Okay, my hair's messed up. I need to put on this. I I can't do anything in the mirror, can I? It has to come from within. That's the only place it can come. Everything that you have that's of any worth at all comes within you. And our job is to bring it forth. And when we do, we achieve and accomplish what the Master said for us to do. Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And love your neighbor as? Yourself. yourself. to me. I always felt like i gotta love everybody else and then i will love myself. God didn't create it that way. Love me first. Me with a capital M. And me with a little M. Self with a capital S. Self with a little S. It's one thing. It's one thing, but I'm just an expression of the bigger one. We all know that. We all know that. You know, when we're trying to be something we're not, it's very tiring. Because then you guys say, what did I say I was? You know, it's like lying. Once you tell a lie, you can't remember what you said so you can carry it on. You get caught in it. And when you're not being authentic, you get caught in that. Anne-Marie Lindbergh, she said, the most exhausting thing in my life is being insincere. But where's your when you're not being yourself? So if you find yourself that you're that you're worried and you're anxious, and you're depressed, um, you're probably not living your best self. You know, Abraham Hicks talks about living in the vortex. And that means being authentic, being who you are. When you're living in the vortex and living from your true self, life is beautiful, and you're happy and you're fulfilled. Your relationships are harmonious. You're financially balanced. You're emotionally and mentally balanced. You're happy, and that's coming from within you. Not anything anybody said or did made you that way. It all comes from within you. And when you're not being your true self, all of that kind of gets off balance. I like to think of it, when when I'm being authentic, I'm on a teeter tower, and I'm right in the middle. I am totally balanced. And I can step a little bit to either side, and I'm still balanced. But sometimes I step off a little too far, and I'm not being authentic, and something goes awry. Oh dear, what did I do? You know, the, the thing about metaphysics and new thought that we like and we don't like is that you're responsible for everything that's happening in your life. I love it. Somewhere along the line, I made a choice to get me where I am, and if I don't like it where I am, I get to make another choice. What thought can do, thought can undo, Ernest Holmes says. So we can, we can make the change. Now some things, you know, okay, well I can't bring that person back to life, you know, who's dying, cause them to die, but but I can change how I feel about losing someone not really losing them because they're not lost, you know, the body's not going to work anymore. But we know that life is eternal and it's, it goes on and on and on. And it's the same life that I'm living right now, I'm just living it in, in this temple right now. And so it's my responsibility not only to be authentic and be who I came here to be, but i got to take care of my holy temple that I live in too. That's part of our responsibility. And I got off track, I didn't mean to do that, sorry. But when, when you're living in the vortex, everything is cool, everything is happy. And, and when, we're, when we're being authentic, you know, everything is energy. We give out vibrations, don't we? And, and, you know, when you walk in this place, you feel good. You just feel good when you walk in here. I came in this morning, and Kay and the guys were practicing here, the only one in the room. I didn't need more people in here. I didn't need After week. It's here. It's not going to go away. It's wonderful energy. And that's why you come to this place, is it not? I know there's, many people are watching this streaming or something. I hope people are watching the streaming. And, and you're getting good energy from it. But, oh man, the energy you get when you're in a place is so wonderful. And also, there's the other thing. There's that negative energy we run into. Do we not? And when we run into we up against negative energy, it reduces our vibrational Really doing our work, and we are authentic self. So the negative energy cannot even enter our space. But because we have to continually work to be authentic, we do have negative. energy by money good overcomes anything unlike it. I believe that at the soul of my being. And when you watch the news or read the newspaper, it's kind of of hard to believe that, but it's still possible. Because I know there's more of us here on the planet who are loving and kind and compassionate than otherwise. Mm -hmm. And those who've forgotten completely who they are, I love them, I see them as whole and perfect. And know that within them, that spirit is calling them, too, to come forth, to recognize and love who they are. And even, see, I'm I'm being authentic, and when I use the terms, they or we, that, that, that separation is it not? We are here as loving beings. We came to respect and love each other. Was that not the basic message of Jesus? And all the mystics. You can't go to any sacred text, any philosopher that will not tell you the same thing. So it must be true. And I believe it. And I You do too. I know you do. I'm going to close with with a reading from The Pathway of Roses by Christian. a divine being now. To fill the present moment with all the spiritual sunshine that we can possibly radiate through the crystal walls of love, peace, faith, and joy. And to live so near to the supreme that we may touch the hem of his garment whenever we so desire. This is the life and he who lives with such a purpose forever in you shall never know Moment. Let's pray. For I do know that there is one life, and that life is God's life, and that life is perfect, and that life is my life now. That life is the life of every living being. There's only one of us here. And we are here expressing the lovely, light, beautiful God beings that we are. this day, this moment, are realizing the divine beings that each of us is. That we are united in spirit and soul and in love. So I'm knowing where there seems to be sickness and illness, that there is only wholeness and wellness back of all appearances. Where there's the appearance of disharmony, there is joy and love and respect understanding, and where there's the appearance of financial disability, there's freedom, there's abundance, there's prosperity, and knowing that this place that we live called Mother Earth is worthy of being whole and happy and united and at peace, as I claim that peace myself. And I become the peace. I become what I wish to see. And I'm knowing that there are millions of souls who are remembering the same thing. And doing this now. And so we do bring peace on earth. How good it is to know this. How grateful I am to know this and to affirm it. And so I can affirm it and release it into this mind that says, yes, 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 it is so is done and so.